0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I know that Trey is eligible to come off IR now um, this week. Are there any updates on his status right now that you can share with us? Yeah, I mean, he continues to improve in his rehab, and and, uh, we'll get him back out there when he's ready. Really, that's, that's all I have for you. And, um... We saw there was a report about Jameson Crowder could possibly be missing some time. Can you just give us an update on him and also Isaiah McKenzie, who uh, left the game with concussion? Sure, Heather. Yeah, so uh, JC is, is a broken ankle. He's likely to be placed on IR here shortly. Um, Isaiah is in the, in the uh, concussion protocol. I know you mentioned day by day here with Trey. Any um, belief that he'll come off IR this week? Well, he's on, he's on PUP, or, right? Excuse me. No. Sorry. Yeah, Pop. Sorry. Yeah. No, uh, we're just taking him one day at a time. And again, um, you know, we'll get him back when he's when he's ready to, to get back out there. And then with Ed Oliver, uh, it's been a couple of weeks now. We've seen him be limited in practice and still hasn't been able to go. What's the fine line with him? It seems like he's kind of on the cusp, but maybe not, not ready enough. Is there any concern that this is kind of lingering here or, or what's really been the reason that he's Seem to be limited and trending, but not getting back on the field for games. Yeah, I just think you know we didn't feel like uh, he was in a good enough spot last week to play uh, to get back out there. So uh, I think I think Ed amongst uh, the other guys too, Jordan Phillips, Jay Kumro, Christian Benford, um, Justin Murray, all those guys are improving, and we'll see where they go this week. Our our hope is that that they're back out there. Hey, Coach, I want to ask you a little bit about Taryn Johnson and his growth a little bit. I think maybe early in his career, maybe you'd see a little bit more of um, a heavier set when he go against a team like the Ravens and some tight ends. But You've really kept him out there a lot, even against some of these tight ends like Mark Andrews in two catches. I know it's a team effort, but just Taryn overall really plays a lot of snaps, even in those situations. I maybe mean, you could just speak to his growth as far, as far as that, and physically especially. Man, he's just really, he's just really uh, developed over the years here you know, in the system and in the environment. And he, and he's loved by his teammates. Uh, I think he really enjoys being here. And um, it's just fun to watch a player develop and really uh, get comfortable in the systems to where they can make it their own, put their own signature on it, so to speak. And yeah, he's physical. He blitzes well. Um, he's, he's really good in coverage as well. And um, you know, he just, he gives us a lot of flexibility with what we try and do on defense. You chose to receive the opening kickoff yesterday. Uh, typically, you've liked to defer in the past. What went into that decision? Yeah, I mentioned I mentioned that after uh, Alex yesterday, I believe. But just you know, the forecast looked like it was going to start off, um, you know, light, if anything, in terms of the precipitation there with the with the uh, the rain. But it was scheduled or forecasted at least to uh, to pick up, and it did pick up. It just didn't pick up to the, to the intensity that was, was being forecasted there in the second half. But um, it, did, it did get tough uh, in that second half to, to, uh, to catch some balls in there and, and whatnot. So, yeah, that was, that was really the only reason why we wanted to try and take the ball and score points while the weather uh, was good in the beginning there. It seemed like Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano really had a productive game yesterday. What did you see from them, and how important are they to, to what you do defensively? Yeah, both played really well. They're off to – both of them are off to a great start. And um, their leadership, their intensity, their communication is big for us. And I know, I know they made some really big tackles, especially uh, on Lamar in open, open space there. Third and inches. How much does it concern you, uh, you know, with your guys not converting there? Yeah, those are situations we need to be able to convert, no doubt about it. We had one of them yesterday. Um, and, uh, and we didn't convert. So, um, you know, we go back and we adjust. It's, it's what we do. There's, there's a lot of data that comes at us, a lot of information early in the season um, that we try and grab hold of it and, and learn from it and, and do the proper research and adjust. Um, that's what we do. And that's how you, that's how you grow. It's how you evolve as a football team through the course of the year. Down 17. How much did you enjoy coaching that comeback yesterday? I was great, man. Just uh, I thought the staff did a great job. Um, the players didn't flinch and we just kept playing, you know, one moment after another moment and uh, one play at a time. And I thought the execution was really, really high. That last drive in particular, uh, the way we finished it off in the red zone there and, and the way uh, that we handled that situational football. Um, so and then T-Bass coming out there to, to put it away was great. Do you think the the slow start might have been attributed to the week prior, where where the, with the heat exhaustion and the heat and the whole nine yards from that Miami game and, and guys not really practicing fully the entire week? Uh, might that have attributed to the slow start? Do you think? You know, I don't know. Maybe been a couple couple variables in that equation there. That may have been one. Um, you know, it was it was a loud environment, and then and then uh, you know we just weren't executing. We weren't doing our uh, our collective. Uh, uh, jobs there and so I, I really appreciate how the guys settled in though and started to really execute uh, especially um, kind of midway through late in the second second quarter there. Yes indeed and last question on the uh, the uh, new the way because I see they changed the rules obviously on the practice squad now you you have what up until Saturday to make changes or announce who's coming off the practice squad to be active onto the next next day game roster and I noticed you have Tavon Austin and Duke Johnson there. Those guys could possibly step into that huge road that you are going to lose for a while with uh, with Jameson Crowder uh, out with the broken ankle. Yeah, we've got some options there. Uh, Both of those players have done a really good job for us uh, on the practice squad. And so we'll just see where it goes here. Hey, Sean, Um, I was curious, saw Ed kind of working out that ankle in pregame. Obviously, he didn't go, but how close kind of was he? And do you you know, I know you mentioned the injuries, but where do you kind of see him right now? Yeah, so I, th- I think I already answered this question. Uh, I said he's improving. Um, Jordan Phillips is improving. Jake Kumro, Christian Benford, Justin Murray, uh, they're all improving. Okay, and then I wanted to ask, um, Damar obviously played um, a lot of what Micah would normally have done out there. Just have you kind of seen his progression specifically, and why do you feel like he's a good fit for what Micah was doing out there? Well, it's more – its it's not – trying to be Micah it's there's only one Micah it's it's Damar being Demar and and uh fitting into the system uh, and the system fitting into him and his strengths as well right so um he's a young player that that uh, I thought took a step yesterday in the game Atlanta and he's going to continue to improve and and um you know I think there's there's no substitute for experience so I liked some of what we saw out there and um I think him being around around Jordan and and then you've got Quan back there and, and and Cam has been back there as well. Cam Lewis. So, uh, you know, we've got some options back there that it's a good competitive environment back there with those guys on a week to week basis for us. Is there anything specifically, you know, you mentioned he took maybe a step forward yesterday, anything specifically that you think he's improved on or is doing well lately? Well, I thought he tackled well at times yesterday. I mean, the tackle um, that led to led to the stop in the red zone there at the end of the game was, was a big tackle. And, And, uh, so those are, you know, those are, those are small moments that, that add up over time. Over this last stretch as he's now worked his way up to starting these last two games, what have you seen from him behind the scenes as well? In terms of DeMar? Yeah. Well, you know, it's been, it's been interesting and fun to watch, uh, DeMar and Quan. I mean, they're, they're good buddies and two class young men that do a great job and, um, you know, uh, they continue to improve each week. And I think they go in every week and they prepare like professionals prepare. Um, so just watching their process through the week is is uh, is, uh, is exciting because, you know, they're getting themselves ready to play uh, come Sunday. Right. And, and um, so they put a lot of time in, but now they're taking another step in terms of their um, direct involvement with the defense. And, and uh, DeMar had a good outing yesterday and, and we'll see where it goes moving forward here. How do you see them balance both helping each other get ready for that, but then also, you know, on days like yesterday where there will be only one of them starting, balance that back and forth? Yeah, that's and that's the hard part, right? Um, You know, they played together in the uh, in the Miami game when Jordan was out, and now you know there was only one spot open with Jordan coming back there. So um, I just I just love that they're both preparing, um, and that's really there's only one spot that they both have to prepare, like they're going to start. That's true of every backup, and, and we've seen that on our on our team to this point with um, guys getting banged up during games and backups having to step in. I thought uh, Khalil did a great job of that yesterday uh, when, when we had an injury there to JC and, and Isaiah and uh, and the tight end position, you know, Quentin Morris has done a good job of that as well, as long as the defensive line position. So, and, and, and others, to be honest with you. So I really appreciate that. And, and the, the coaches do a great job of preparing those players and those players take the ownership of making sure they're ready to go. I know you're early in preparing for the Steelers this week, but just curious with the lack of clarity the Steelers have at with their quarterback position right now, just what kind of challenge does that prevent or present for your defense as you kind of get ready to, to, you know, get ready for them? Yeah. I mean, it, it presents a challenge to some extent, but we got to prepare for their, for their system more than anything. Um, This is a team that beat us last season at our home field. Um, So, Um, you know, they were in the playoffs last season. They're a good football team, well-coached football team. So we got to move on and get ourselves ready for a good Pittsburgh Steelers football team here. I know you said there's a lot of things that on your end you have to work on, but Pickett, he's only played a half. How do you prepare for a quarterback when there's not a lot of tape tape and he is a rookie going in, potentially making his first real start? Yeah. You just got to prepare again for, for what, you know, those are the controllables that we can control and, Other than that, we've got to really focus on ourselves, and we start every week with a healthy amount of respect for the opponent, and I think that's a good place to start. Following up a bit on what Brooke had just asked there, uh, but more about Mitch, you know him. Um, How do you expect – how can we expect him to handle himself and the way he'll go about his business in this role uh, here in Pittsburgh? Mitch, in terms of what role? Uh, In terms of uh, being unsettled right now as to whether or not he's the starter or the backup. Yeah, Mitch is a pro um had a great opportunity and uh, it was a pleasure to be around him and his family um uh, you know for the for the year we were around each other last season and he's a class act true pro uh, i have nothing but great things to say about mitch and uh, he's just he's a leader yeah so he, he would handle it i'm sure I'm sure it won't be easy for him but he'd handle it with with class like i know i know uh he would We've only seen him for three and a half games here. Uh, is there a higher ceiling for him to reach if you were to stay on the field more often? You know, that's not for me to answer, honestly. Uh, I, you know, he's he's a good football player. Uh, he's a great person, and uh, the rest is rest is uh, balls in, in, in Pittsburgh's court. On that, I, we had a lot of, a lot of uh, we had a lot of good moments here when he was in Buffalo with us. Uh, the last time uh, when the Steelers came there, TJ. Uh, Watt had a pretty big impact in the game. How much are you looking forward to playing this defense without him on the field? Well, he's an impact player. There's no doubt about it. You know, injuries unfortunately happen and uh, you know, we've got some of our own so uh, you adjust and you try and try and overcome uh, what you're dealing with and uh, so that's what we're doing. We're focused on ourselves and, and uh, trying to get ourselves ready for a good football team coming here. Okay, picture this.